It's Tuesday the 2nd of June 2020, it's Jim, it's the world of Bond. Today we're talking about Black Lives Matter. Um, I look around my industry, there are very, very few black people involved on any element of um, the industry that we work in. People listening to this podcast will be overwhelmingly white and rich. And I think it's time we talked about race and how recessions are racist and what that means for economics and what we as individuals and participants in this system can do about it. Now, we know that um, black people face a higher rate of death from COVID-19. Not only are they generally frontline workers disproportionately, lower access to healthcare, especially in places where that's privatised, like the United States, and more pre-existing conditions um, health-wise. So the death rate is higher, but that won't be the biggest impact from COVID-19. The biggest impact will probably be the fact that recessions are racist. Uh, Black people are last to be hired and they're first to be fired. Going back to the Great Depression, the unemployment rate in the United States went up to 24%. Um, Amongst black people, it was nearly 50%. Um, Global financial crisis a decade ago, unemployment rate um, for black people was 17%, whereas it was around 8% for white people at its peak. Now we can go through a load of economic statistics and I'm going to do that because I think it's really important just to understand the, um, the sheer gap in wealth and economic prospects between white people and black people. The numbers I've got are mainly from the United States, but um, I think we, we, we know that the, the same thing is true around the world. So let's just go through a few of those just so we get uh, to grips with the scale of this issue. The median weekly earnings in America for a white man is uh, $415 per week. For a black man, it's $310. For a black woman, it's $275 uh, per week. So a huge gap there. Um, Black women have been hit hardest already by the coronavirus recession in the United States. Disproportionately work in areas like hospitality that have completely closed down. So in February, 58.4% of black women had a job in the United States. In April, that had fallen to 47.4%. So a massive drop in employment in that sector of the economy. In a world where the disparity between household wealth is just quite shocking. So the average white family, white household in America has a net wealth of 171,000 US dollars. Um, For a black family, that's 17,600 US dollars. So almost 10 times um, as as much wealth in a white family as there is in a black family in America. And we see that in home ownership statistics as well. 75% of white families own their home. Um, Around just over 40% of black families um, own their home. So the disparity in in wealth and opportunities is huge. And there's like the recession that's coming that exists already will be disproportionately hitting um, black families more than, than white families. Now, what does that mean for policy? What's it mean for um, economics? And what's it mean for governments in response to this? So um, there was a guy called, I'm never going to be able to pronounce his name. He was on the Fed for ages. Cochala, Coca Lakota. I never got it right when he was on the Fed. Um, I can't get it right now. But uh, was a Fed member, very... Um, 
able economist, he says that recessions disproportionately hit black people. Uh, the impact of a recession is 1.9 times higher for a black family than it is for a white family. And part of this leads us to think about the Fed's mandate, which is, uh, well, it's a triple mandate, really. People generally, though, concentrate on the two elements of the Fed's mandate that are keeping unemployment low and keeping prices low, keeping inflation down. There is a third one about the stability of long-term interest rates as well, but unemployment low, prices low. Um, I think that what he said is, and other people have said, that perhaps the Fed has concentrated too much historically on the prices element of of that. And um, the prices element, defending low inflation, is really defending the wealth of the wealthy. Um, It's keeping prices down um, because that's good for asset prices um, over the medium term. Um, And whereas, you know, we tolerating some level of unemployment, this Phillips curve relationship between unemployment and prices actually disproportionately benefits the, the wealthy over the, the people within that unemployment bucket. And, you know, even going back to 1969, people were making this point, even though the Fed's mandate has kind of moved over that time. Even then, um, an activist in 69, um, Whitney Young, said regarding 4% as full, full employment, means um, society explicitly preferring that many black kids are going to go hungry at the expense of maintaining the purchasing power of the the middle classes. So I think that there is some some truth in that. You know, we don't know what full employment is in the United States. Why have we decided that it is 4%? Um, I don't know the answer to that, but, you know, it's just one of those biases within the financial system around the Federal Reserve that prioritises middle classes over um, lower classes, perhaps, um, to be discussed. But there are also other biases in the banking sector as well. So, you know, a year ago, an organisation went into a number of Los Angeles bank branches, mystery shopping with better qualified black and Hispanic testers, comparing them with... um, less well-qualified white testers shopping around for small business loans um, in the Los Angeles area and found that um, the white testers with lower qualifications with uh, you know the same business plan were more likely to be given a loan. And there was a steep decline in government-backed lending to black businesses over the period 2008-2016. So that's a whistle-stop tour, you know, and part of what I'm going to do is educate myself and learn a bit more about this. And, um, you know, we knew that bias exists. We know that um, black people are disproportionately underrepresented in the industries that, that we care about here. Um, so what can we do about it? And um, the, the first step is education. Black Lives Matter. <laughs>